This is the PR Podcast, a show about how public relations helps you tell your story to the world. We talk with great PR practitioners who have the skills, creativity, and just plain savvy to get their clients noticed. Now here's your host, Jody Fisher. Hey everyone, and welcome to the PR Podcast. I'm Jody Fisher. Thanks for joining us. Have you got yourself a PR Podcast plug yet? We've been promoting this a little bit at the top of the show uh, the last couple of months, and it's where we plug a passion project of the PR people who write in and let us know what they're This isn't your job. This isn't your nine to five, right? For me, it would be the PR Podcast. It's the thing that I do on the side that sort of gets my juices flowing. And we want to call people out on the great stuff that they're doing in their spare time or on their weekends. Maybe it's something you do in your community. Uh, maybe it's an award you've gotten. Let us know. We like to shout people out here. So send us a DM on Twitter at the PR podcast, and we will plug your passion project in an upcoming episode. And we're always looking for new guests for our show. So if you want to be featured as a guest, please DM, DM us there on Twitter as well. You know, we describe it this way. You would be a good guest if you have a role in the newsmaking business, whether you're a PR person like me, whether you are a journalist. We've talked to lots of reporters and journalists on the show, videographers, photographers, people who work in newsrooms, uh, people who run uh, their, their own uh, blogs and newsletters. You know, again, it's just got to be anybody who has a perspective on how news gets made. We want to hear from you. We want to hear how you do your thing. So send us a DM on Twitter there and book yourself to be a guest on the PR podcast. Now let's get into this week's guest. He's a great one. Matt Longman is marketing communications manager at Metasafe, where he directs all earned and owned strategy, including using social platforms to expand a company message platform, rebranding to reach both B2B and B2C audiences, and developing a thought leadership campaign that moves from me to we. Matt, welcome to the PR podcast. Great to be here. Glad to, glad to be with you. Let's put all this in context. Tell us about Metasafe. So uh, Metasafe, we are a leading medication engagement platform. And, and kind of what that means is we are a digital health solution that picks up where most diagnoses drop off. Kind of think about it um, as if you have your own personal pharmacist right in your pocket. So we help uh, manage that medication journey whether it's through approvals through your insurance, financial challenges, if there is uh, information about when to take your medication, whether it's with water, food on an empty stomach, um, and then the regularity, if you're taking it once a day, twice a day, if you're maybe taking it in combination with other drugs, we manage all of that for the patient. And so we really provide a really integrated and intuitive personalized experience to help people manage their medications. So is this app-based? Is it subscription-based? It is an app-based platform. It's free to patients, so you can download it anywhere in the world. We have over 10 million users across the world that can download it and start using it today. Um, and, and, um, and we work closely with Major Pharma to make this happen. So helping to connect patients to their treatments and then from that, we're capturing key insights into the medication journeys. Uh, you know, one insight that we, we find a lot is that for whatever reason, as we lean into the weekend, Fridays, people stop taking their medications. And so having that insight, we can then bolster their, our communication and say, hey, 
as a reminder, be sure to take your meds today and really provide that insight and knowledge back to pharma to help them basically build a better drug in the future. So that's sounding like you're pushing messages through the app or maybe through email directly to the people who are using it, right? Correct. Through app, through email, through text messaging. So it's a, you know, it's a multi-channel approach to really keep people engaged in their medication journey. It sounds like a really useful thing to have. I mean, especially if you regularly take medication um, and, and uh, our, in our family, we have a couple of people who do regularly take some medications um, and, and, and I downloaded a free, you know, just one of those basic reminders, right? Like, okay, it's seven o'clock in the morning, make sure you take your thing. Uh, but this sounds like it's way deeper than that, provides a lot of education as well. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and a lot of times what we have heard is that, you know, we are uh, helping to provide insight into maybe contraindications. So you, maybe you got a medication from your dentist after some dental work that then, you know, may have a negative impact with, you know, what you're regularly taking. We're going to tell you that and we're going to alert you to that as well as then, you know, provide feedback to the physician saying, hey, you know, these won't work together. This could have a serious health impact. You might want to rethink, you know, what you've prescribed here and really providing greater clarity and transparency into that whole uh, prescribing and, and medication dosage, not only to the patient, but also back to the prescriber as well. That's really interesting. So now let's throttle over to the messaging part of this, right? How are you using your PR skills, your communication skills to accomplish the goals you need to accomplish? I totally get the part about messaging to the user of the app. That makes sense. How are you talking to other audiences who may be peripheral to the user, um, but still need to know about it? Or how are you using PR and communication to expand the awareness of MetaSafe? Sure. Uh, so, you know, digital health is a space that has really blown up probably in the last 10 years, you know, and you're hearing about, you know, there's, you know, Google and Amazon and Apple, and they all have their, their health integrations and things like that. So it's really become a really crowded space. And, you know, there's lots of overlap and people are wondering, you know, kind of how does this work and what does this do and things like that. So really my role has been all around elevating MetaSafe's leadership to show our presence in the space, to show that, you know, there are communities out there of patients that are involved in their own health and we're tapped into them and that you know, we are aware of, you know, kind of what this changing landscape is looking like, where it's driving towards and how we're involved in each of those. So that's been kind of my key focus of helping to bring that thought leadership awareness into those spaces and, and kind of help provide some clarity around the whole area. Like you said, it's a really crowded space, right? It's a really noisy space. And, and I, I, I'm thinking about earned media when I'm, when I'm posing this question here. Um, and, and you've honed in on thought leadership, which is really smart. Um, how receptive have media audiences been to that approach, given that they've probably got a million and one of these types of thought leadership pitches to choose from? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it's, they've been receptive given that we have such a direct insight into patient behavior and patient behavior related to medication use. 
So, you know, we've done a number of uh, uh, patient surveys around COVID, around, um, you know, caregivers, around, you know, seasonal flu, and we're able to really capture some key insights around those patient behaviors that media hasn't seen before, that pharma hasn't seen before, um, you know, that really show how things can really influence a patient's daily lives and, you know, how medication can really impact those different elements. And so that's been a really key way to insert into that conversation around, you know, this digital health space that, you know, there are these key insights that can be achieved from operating in digital health. Are there outlets that are making more sense for your platform when you talk about a thought leadership campaign? You know, is it the executive publications or is it the medical publications? You know, what ones are, are sort of giving you the best feedback? You know, I, we're primarily seeing a lot of interest from trade publications. So, you know, things like Modern Healthcare, um, you know, Fierce Pharma, things like that, uh, you know, that cover the, the industry more in-depthly, uh, you know, from, you know, because of the pandemic, the, you know, the, the tier one level publications have been covering COVID, you know, kind of nonstop. And so having any kind of breakthrough in those, um, you know, has required you to either have a COVID specific story or, you know, be in association with a big player like Amazon or Google or things like that. We've had some success in tying into some of those, um, you know, those, those key topics, but really more of the trade publications are able to go a bit deeper into our offering, our skill set, um, you know, and our, our um, AI kind of approach to medication management. That's really interesting. Um, you're finding uh, there's more exposure and more, more interest from sort of the B2C uh, market or how, how are you managing the, I'm sorry, the B2B, I was mixed them up. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. Um, it, more, more interest in the B2B market, I guess. How, how are you making the leap to the B2C? You know, letting people know that there's, here's this, this uh, uh, app out there that can help you in your daily life with your medication. Right. I, you know, and that's interesting because for the first, I think about three years at MetaSafe, we were straight B to C. We were really consumer driven, um, you know, and, and still that is our primary audience is that this is really ultimately about helping patients. Um, but, you know, then we started to see a greater business model in moving toward B2B, working directly with pharma, their understanding that we have a captive audience and direct insight into those patients where typically pharma hadn't had that before. Um, and so you have grown that business model. And so some of, you know, what I'm seeing is more that, you know, from a B2B perspective, there are multiple viewpoints from digital health. There is, you know, the you know, the, the drug brand manager that's all that's focused on patient access. They want to make sure that enough patients are getting their drug and they're aware of that. And then, you know, procurement at pharma is, is more focused on, you know, what is this going to cost and how are we getting the, you know, the most cost per patient from an investment in a digital platform. And then CIOs are, are focused more on what's the next digital innovation. So those messages have to be really specific and aligned to the different audiences all within the B2B. Whereas, you know, from a B2C perspective, they're wondering just 
how does this help me manage my medications? So it's very different from a messaging perspective. And there are much, there are many more stakeholders from a B2B that you have to be much more aware of. Yeah. And, and it's interesting to hear you talk about that because I have a, a similar client and I'll just leave it at that, a similar client with a, with an app. Um, and so we're, we're engaged in that B2C and B2B area. We're really more focused and they want to be more focused on the B2C side because it's about acquisition, right? Customer acquisition um, and exposing it to more people. So we're really trying to focus on the, the tier one, the mainstream publications, things like that. Um, but, but we're always cognizant of the value of the B2B side. The fact that, as you said, you know, the trade publications, the ones that are really in the weeds with the product or, or should be in the weeds or can be in the weeds with the product and how much ex that can help. So let me ask this question of you. Do you find synergies between the two? You know, if you make headway in the B2B area with trade publications, are you able to kind of translate that? Or do you feel that it translates over to the B2C side when you're trying to pitch those stories? I would say definitely there are similarities. And I always think, you know, and I've been in this industry for, for a while now, um, B2B is really B2B to C. Because if you're not taking care of the end user, all that B2B up front is gonna you know, fade away. I so like you that. really have to take care of the end user, even if you're thinking about the B2B side. And so, you know, from our perspective, it's, you know, how is this solution gonna impact the end user? Are they going to be bombarded with a bunch of pharma messaging or are they going to just receive really easy, simple instructions that helps them get on with their day. Um, you know, a lot of what we do is, you know, we translate those really complex messaging into, hey, you might, you need a full glass of water with this pill, so make sure and drink up. That's a lot easier than the the heavy legalese that you know pharma is known for, um, and so really that creates a really engaging patient experience that then people are going to go back to and say, oh, hey, this was really simple and easy. I'm going to tell my friend about it. She's just started, you know, this drug therapy, that kind of thing. And so really it's that understanding of, yes, we have that B2B side, but then what does that translate to the B2C element? All right. So you're running right into it then. The, the concept of bringing the customer in, the testimonial or the, or the experiential kind of pitch. Are you able to use those kinds, understanding things like HIPAA and every privacy and everything else? Are you able to leverage those types of stories and, and do you do it in a particular way? You know, that is kind of one of the hallmarks of the MetaSafe brand is that we are first and foremost about the patient. Um, you know, it, we are, that is our Genesis story. Our um, CEO and founder, um, you know, he created MetaSafe when his father had an accidental overdose on his insulin and realized, wow, there's nothing out here that could prevent this from happening. And so basically he went and said, we gotta create something. So it's always been about the patient and their experience. And so um, you know, from that, we have a lot of ambassadors that have come and said, MetaSafe has saved, has saved my life. MetaSafe made such a huge impact in how I you know, manage my health. I never thought this was possible. And so we really empower those people to share their story, share their voice, share their image, and really help 
tell those stories. And that's been such a powerful tool, especially in media, because it's one thing to hear it from a salesperson or from you know thought leadership, but for a person that's actually been impacted to say, you saved my life because you alerted my, you know, my dentist to this, you know, contraindication and I would have had a stroke otherwise, nothing is more powerful than that. Yeah, that, that is the Holy grail, right? The, the, and, and it's the way it's the old joke about PR versus advertising. Advertising is going to a party and telling everybody how great you are. PR is going to a party and listening to everybody else tell everybody how great you are. So, Absolutely. so your story about the, the testimonial or the, or the, the you know, the customer impact, the, the first person story is really, really powerful. I agree with you. Are there challenges to identifying those people though? How do you go about it? So, you know, there are, um, you know, certainly because, you know, we deal a lot with protected health information. Um, you know, a lot of what we work with in terms of data is all de-identified. So, you know, we do have to wait until maybe someone reaches out to MetaSafe on social media or leaves a positive review in an app store or, or things like that for us to then in, engage with them. And, you know, and this is not a hard push. We really just thank someone for for being a fan of metasafe we you know offer them the opportunity to leave a comment leave a review and really start to build it from there and really it it all comes down to each person's comfort level uh you know we you we're talking about things that people have been through you know cancer heart disease um you know transplants things like that very serious health issues so we really are sensitive to those things and really take it, you know, step by step, person by person to build those relationships and, and build it around how comfortable they are. Um, and I think that that has also gone a long way in building more ambassadors for us because they feel like, oh, okay, I'm not out there selling the latest iPhone. It's this is really truly a company that cares about my health and well-being. They're not trying to, you know, force me into being a talking head for them. And it's really then people have a sense of trust with us. And we really take that very seriously. And that's you've got to be able to use those types of stories re really effectively on social, right? I mean, sharing those first person stories, whether it's something that's written or even if you're lucky enough to get a video clip of someone, um, that's got to be really powerful for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and we use those, you know, with with very loving care, um, you know, certainly in conjunction with their approvals and, and want to make sure that it's it fits their view and image of how they want to be portrayed and in their story and everything like that. Um, but that has been a huge element to our our overall brand and, and our our social image out there that has helped to build us to where we are with 10 million users on our platform. That's really impressive. How long has MetaSafe been around? So we will celebrate our 10th anniversary coming up this August. Wow, 10 million in 10 years. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, we are thrilled with where we are. We have grown. Um, you know, kind of, we've doubled our our size and our profit year over year um, since inception. And so we are, you know, really excited about what the future holds and expansion of our platform. We are moving into things like, um, you know, clinical testing and um, software as a medical device, working with a lot of health systems. So we've really expanded our capabilities to grow even further and help enable 
providers and health systems understand how they can provide more of an influence into the the patient journey because I, I and a lot of what we hear from patients is you know I get diagnosed I get handed a prescription and then what I'm left with tons of questions I don't know what to do and so we really feel like we have the opportunity to bridge that gap in that space and say okay yeah now that you've been diagnosed and this is your your medication we're going to be with you step by step the entire way through however long that journey is we are here with you every step of the way that's great are, are there any um looking forward maybe in your messaging journey um with all the success that you've had are there is there a next step is there a next challenge is there a next thing that you want to accomplish from a messaging perspective and, and how do you think you're going to go about that we, you know we can also crowdsource some ideas here too so <laughs> Well, I, you know, I, one of the, the key things is around uh, greater interoperability, you know, so having our platform connect very easily and seamlessly with electronic health records, uh, you know, and having that plug in so that then we have a provider that as soon as they prescribe, you know, a, you know, a drug for high cholesterol, that patient's going to get an immediate invite into MetaSafe to download us and to start their journey before they even leave the waiting room. That kind of interaction is where we want to take things. And that also then, you know, if you are having a medical issue that you can log on to MetaSafe, see a provider directly from our platform through some sort of telehealth connection, and that then you are immediately being monitored through the platform for, you know, some serious health issue. And so that's really where we want to take this is to that next expansive digital health connection. You know, we've even been in discussion with Amazon to talk about how can your, your Echo device provide a reminder or an update around medical health things that are being tracked within MetaSafe. And so having that full connectivity and, and capability is where we see things going next. Yeah, really, really interesting uh, topic here. And it, and it goes, it, it takes messaging to a different area than we typically talk about on the show, which is why I wanted to have you on. You know, usually we're talking about press releases and pitches and talking with reporters and stuff, but I, I thought it would be really interesting for us. And I'm glad you shared these stories about, you know, how messaging can really be one-to-one. -one. It really can be personal. Um, and, and, and the examples you've given are, are really terrific ones. Well, I wish you a lot of luck with this, Matt, uh, and, and thanks for being on the show. We are going to uh, segue now into the rapid-fire question portion of our podcast today. This is where we steal a page from inside the Actors Studio and ask our guests a series of rapid-fire questions meant to elicit a simple answer, maybe a laugh or two. So with your indulgence, here we go. Rapid-fire question number one, what is your favorite news source? Uh, I'm going to go with ABC News, um, but I have to say my cousin, James Longman, is um, a contributor for ABC News, so uh, <laughs> I, got the, I got the plug in. Shout out, shout out. All right, very good. <laughs> Rapid fire question number two, what is your favorite social media platform? Twitter. I have built a lot of great media relationships with Twitter, and uh, that's, that's my go-to. Fantastic. Rapid fire question number three, coffee or alcohol? Coffee. I love my coffee subscription service. Oh, very good. All right. Got the subscription down. How do you take the coffee? Uh, cream and sugar. Nice. Very good. 
Rapid fire question number four, what is your favorite on the run food? Now you're in the Southwest, so it's gotta be something very cool out there. You know, I wish I could say there was, but my go-to is donuts. I guess Ooh. I was a cop in, pre in a previous life. I love donuts. Nice. Rapid fire question number five, what do you want to be after you finish this career? I love writing. Uh, so I, you know, I have to write every day. So I guess maybe a blogger. All right. All right. Well, Matt, this has been a great conversation. Thanks. Thanks for playing our game too. Please let people know how they can find you and MetaSafe online. Yeah, you can easily find me and MetaSafe both at the same site at www.metasafe. That's M-E-D-I-S-A-F-E.com. All right, Matt, thank you again. And thank you everyone for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the show. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The PR Podcast and send us a question or a comment. Our intro is by Christopher Apple. You can find him and his fantastic photography on Instagram at Christopher underscore A-P-P-O-L-D-T. Check him out there and hire him for all your photography needs. You can find me online at Jody Fisher on all the socials and on the web at jodyfisherpr.com. We'll see you next time on the PR Podcast.